Like, I don't want to carry a microwave on a bus, but I will if it's the way that I get a microwave to my house. You also have to carry it up three flights of stairs. They have to carry all their furniture up three flights of stairs. And around the corner. Fuck that. Crane it up to the window with the cherry picker. Yeah, definitely how they moved house. The dude that wouldn't buy a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I couldn't afford it. Spent all my money on the cherry picker, didn't I? <laughs> Broadcasting live from Beef Station. Join us as we rocket through the stars at the speed of sound. I'm Oscar. I'm Andrew. <laughs> How you doing? Andrew, was yeah, it? Good. Yeah, no, oh, that's yes. me. Well, welcome back to Beef Station. Of course, our movie podcast where every week we watch a movie and report back, give you our findings. <laughs> Oscar represses the urge once again to <laughs> kill me. <laughs> Uh, we'll start out with some news. We've got a special treat at the end. Um, got, we got a piece of good feedback about Andrew making up fake Disney movies at uh, the end of the oh, other wonderful. episode. Great. Um, Good to hear it. So it was definitely worth the seven-hour investment of my time. Absolutely. So this week, Andrew says he's got one happening again. So stay I tuned do. for the after we discuss this week's movie, which is Van Helsing. After we discuss Van Helsing, at the end of this episode, we're going to do another uh, another fake Disney story or real Disney movie kind of experience that Andrew's prepared. Uh, what was the uh, the title we went with? We've just, we'll keep it for later. We've, we've, we've decided it's a, on it's a... It's a new segment and we're, we're about to break the champagne bottle on it with our... But instead of champagne, it's a new name. And Yeah, right. A new meat-related pun. Look forward to that. Yeah. So if you want to skip through to an hour and a half when we start that, if you just want to hear pun and go, then that's probably about where we're going to get to. Pun and go is the name of the segment. Fuck! <laughs> it's not actually... Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. They're like, oh, I've heard the name of the oh, segment. Now I can turn the What's podcast the episode off. Yeah. Very good. No, nah, you ain't getting fucking nothing. you got to sit through Van Helsing <laughs> first. As I may have mentioned, as Andrew did just mention, we're doing Van Helsing this week. You did. Um, upon request, once again, of our program director slash listener, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> our executive producer. <laughs> who suggested that we do Van Helsing, which is a movie directed... If we give him an EP credit, he's probably covered by like some sort of wage-based thing, right? I'm not we're fucking not paying, paying him shit, a Pat. cent. I'm not paying you a cent. <laughs> yeah. Listen up, Pat. Lawyer up, you motherfucker. We know you're trying to fuck us. <laughs> um, directed, uh, written and directed by Stephen Sommers. Uh, in 2004, Stephen Sommers is a director who is well known for the 90s, early noughties mummy movies, as well as this movie and G.I. Joe, The Rise of the Cobra. Oh, I saw that. Wasn't very good. Fuck. Apparently, there was also a live action Jungle Book movie that came out in 1994. He directed that too. Yeah, I think too. I've also seen that. We have to watch that. Maybe I haven't, but I think I have. Dude, the 1994 Jungle Book has got Carrie um, Ewells, who's the um, dude from The Princess Bride, <laughs> Lena Headey, Sam Neill, John Cleese. Uh, it, it that's that's be, a big That's a it big must cast. be Alyssa's favourite thing, where they just hear us be surprised by things in the Wikipedia <laughs> article that we're reading. Like, oh shit! I'm guilty of that all the time. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, man, check this out. Um, <laughs> Let's just take a back seat for a second. Uh, it says, oh, hang on. Um, oh, it says... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Van Helsing is a action horror, kind of comedic wacky, off-the-wall kind of film where Hugh Jackman plays a famous monster bounty hunter in the 1800s. Before we get on to that, 
We'll get stuck into a bit of news. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, stick around for our brand new segment with a premiere of our dumb name. You ready, boy? I am ready. Beef bullet. All right. So, uh, following on from a few weeks ago, when we were keeping more up to date with this new Robert Pattinson Batman movie that's happening, and about the speculation of who the penguin, <coughs> penguin, about who the penguin might be. I was about to say Robert Pattinson. Who the but penguin? <laughs> Yeah, sorry, mate. Ruined that. Um, So, of course, everyone thought that we should get Danny DeVito in to be the Penguin. What we're actually getting is Colin Farrell. Oh, well, they're they're very similar in shape, height, ethnicity. (laughs) Uh, Headline is, Danny DeVito responds to Colin Farrell being cast as the Penguin in The Batman. Great. Colin is a great actor. (laughs) I'm excited to see what he'll do in the part. DeVito said. <laughs> it's a really great, many-layered character, so I'm very, very excited to see that because I was a big fan of comic books and I love working with Tim. <laughs> so I guess he did the original, he was the Penguin in the original Tim Burton once. Great production values, getting the actual audio from the interview in there. Yeah, yeah I know. It took me ages to splice it in. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, <laughs> listeners will know quite a bit about many multi-layered characters. <laughs> uh, so yes. y- you're welcome, once again. Yes. I, I still think that George Costanza would have been good. Old mate, as George Costanza, as the Penguin, would be what yeah. I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> it's the Batman, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's poisoned the water supply, Jerry! <laughs> He's a Penguin? He's a Penguin! I've seen like one or two episodes. <laughs> I've watched YouTube clips and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, Paul Dano was previously cast as the Riddler. Yep. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is apparently in talks to play Two Face slash Harvey Dent. I can watch that. Right. We need Matthew McConaughey doing something wacky and off the wall again, like he did with um, True Detective a little bit. I can watch a bit of that. That'd fuck, be great. That was good. I keep seeing like stills and gifts from True Detective and just thinking like, fuck. Uh, oh, it'd be so good. Go back and watch that. Sticking on a Danny DeVito theme here. Yeah. We've got some more breaking news about Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito crashes wedding and sings karaoke duet with Jumanji the Next Level co-star Dwayne Johnson. Right. Great. In a new Instagram clip, the pair are filmed relaxing in Mexico after a long week on the movie's press tour, deciding to spontaneously crash a wedding that was happening nearby. They, to the delight of the crowd assembled, sing Nat King Cole's Unforgettable in front of the crowd. I feel like The Rock crashed a wedding. I don't know, maybe people do know who Danny DeVito is, but I reckon more people knew who The Rock was. The Rock probably showed up at the wedding and they were like, holy fuck, it's The Rock. And he's with like a... Shorter friend, man. Is, is that the penguin? <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Is that an actual <laughs> penguin? Let's see if I can... Hold on. Here we go. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to commit speaking some Instagram of, piracy. Speaking of good production values. Oh, hold on. No, I got I to gotta skip to the right bit. This is all staying hold on. hold on. Hold on. I got the song. That's how you're going to stay that way, baby. That's why, darling, it's incredible. That's enough of that. All right. (laughs) Once again, Beef Station. It's incredible. It's incredible. (laughs) On the finger of the pulse. Yeah, extremely good. Next story here. How about this one? 
Bong Joon-ho won't direct superhero movies due to tight-fitting costumes. Quote, I don't know where to look. (laughs) (laughs) This is maybe my favourite pull quote of the entire year. (laughs) Uh, Another another headline I've got straight from NME here. The director of Parasite finds the site, quote, mentally difficult (laughs) and says he can't get... That's my favourite part (laughs) of the whole thing. Mentally difficult. Like, he's sat there... For a while, being like like wrestling in his own mind, <laughs> it's just like Captain America's big package in front of him. Very like, good. Must not look. Yeah. Um, I don't know where to look. It says here he was uh, doing doing an interview about how Parasite was a bit of a breakout. Was this the same interview where he <laughs> talked about lying to Harvey oh, Weinstein? Oh, fucking probably. Um, uh, Love if he just did a Nick Cage style interview where it was fucking everywhere and they were just went like, off "This for is months. fucking gold." <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. he was. He was was asked whether you know Parasite's been big would you consider doing a Marvel film and here's the quote I have a personal problem his response began I respect the creativity that goes into superhero films but in real life and in movies I can't stand people wearing tight fitting clothes I'll never wear something like that and just seeing someone in tight clothes is mentally difficult I don't know where to look and I feel suffocated <laughs> most superheroes wear tight suits <laughs> so I can never direct one I don't think anyone will offer the project to me either if there is a superhero who has a very boxy costume Costume. Maybe <laughs> I can try. Oh, someone's going to tell them about Rorschach. <laughs> That'd be an idea. That'd be good, actually. Bong Joon-ho directs an episode of The Watchmen. <laughs> Rorschach entirely acts inside a dumpster for the whole of the film. <laughs> I just love the idea. It's like... <laughs> He directs all of Clark Kent's parts of a Superman <laughs> film. Someone else directs all of the... Like, his first day, his assistant director directs the all of the bits where he's fighting. What do you mean it was mostly directed by... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, when we do Superman Begins and it's mostly just a story about yeah, Clark Kent's yeah, journalism yeah, yeah. career. Yeah. Oh, Christ. That's that is, good shit. It's very funny. I continue to agree entirely with that, man. <laughs> okay, so... um. Bit of bit of bit of required reading for this next <laughs> you story. Just thinking about audiences full of Marvel films, I think like there's <laughs> 400 people that must be so uncomfortable. I don't know how they how they can stand to feel like that. I feel like I can't breathe. <laughs> Very good. Fucking hell. So, a bit of required reading here. Are you familiar with the actress Julia Roberts? I am. Am I familiar with the actress Julia Roberts' skin color? Maybe. A yeah. Right. Yeah. Question. Are you familiar with Julia Roberts' ethnicity? <laughs> yes. Yeah, follow up question. <laughs> did you know that Harriet Tubman is a black woman? I did. Follow up question. No, I did have to know those question. two completely at this point unrelated facts. So, Oscar, Funny. what's the headline? <laughs> Studio executive in 1994. <laughs> Wanted Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman in a proposed Harriet Tubman biopic. Were they just going to spray tan her to the point where, like, no one could ask any questions? Or were they going to fucking just straight up... Hey, hey, it's Saturday style, the whole film. Yeah, because you got three options there. You have partial... Full or no black face. Right, either she goes and full, none of them are the right answer. Either she goes full Freddie Mercury, <laughs> yeah. or she evokes the the aspect of Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, that's great. Yeah, who are we doing on a scale of uh, Trudeau to nothing? <laughs> Excellent shit. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's most of the it's headline. It's just insane. Like, I don't know what... The, yeah, I don't think we need to delve any further into that one. I feel like <laughs> there's not much scratching beneath the surface. God. <laughs> 
they're just the worst people in the fucking world. <laughs> How's this? So that the screenwriter, Gregory Allen Howard, apparently wrote in an article that he waited 25 years for this movie to be made because it's coming out soon with Janelle Monet playing a leading role in it. Oh, interesting cast. Yeah, yeah it's weird. She's Why? Did you know Janelle Monet's black? And she's playing Harriet Tubman? I hadn't noticed. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Um, when he first pitched the script in 1994, originally titled Freedom Fire, the president of the studio's sub-label told Howard that he wanted actress Julia Roberts to play Harriet Tubman. What, what doesn't fuck? make sense is that Roberts is a white actress and Tubman, black uh, black lady. Yeah. Something that the sole black woman in Howard's meeting was quick to point out. The studio executive didn't see this as an issue, saying, quote, that was so long ago, no one will know that. <laughs> So, you know how I said that there wasn't much scratching below the surface? I think that's just a valuable insight. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Why would you think that? How could you think that ever? Imagine being a studio executive. It was 5,000 years ago. Imagine being a studio executive and being given that out. Like, oh, no, Steve, Harry Tubbins. Black and Julia Roberts, you mean the white lady? Yeah. Imagine being given that out and not going. Oh fuck! No, of course. Sorry. I, I was thinking of. I was thinking of Oprah Winfrey. Say anyone. Anyone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Say the first black actress sorry. that comes to mind. Oh, sorry. Scarlett Johansson. Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, Scarlett, Just like Scarlett Johansson turned the role down. Not even. She started uh, growth. I mean, like to be honest, like almost every famous black person, like. Uh, 80 years ago or 100 years ago was railing against the forces of oppression. But the fact that she did so much work in, like, yeah. slavery... Like a civil rights activist, right, I think, is what it was. civil rights movement, yeah. It kind of matters that she was black. And ludicrous. Like, what if the story was her rescuing black people and she was white? Well, like Oscar Schindler like, style. Yeah, no, yeah <laughs> totally exactly. Changed. And oh, it's man. just like, oh, well, you know how normally we do white savior complex? Normally it's still a white person that we're telling the story about. We what just whitewash the character. <laughs> Not like, just, oh, God, it's so weird. What if this is actually like they did do that movie and shelved it and then be like, oh, imagine if we did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, no, guys. No, I was just in a meeting. You like, just found a memo for it. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. I want to see like all the money in the world style, the original version of this movie, the original, original yeah. version as the studio intended yeah. with Julia Roberts yeah, in the Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood style, they, yeah. they film the entire thing, but then they're going to deep fake Janelle <laughs> Monáe on top of all of Julia Roberts' parts. Yeah, like all the money in the world with that Kevin, Kevin Spacey thing. Oh, Good right. Shit. Yeah, but they're not deep faking. I want them to deep fake it. I don't want them to reshoot a thing. <laughs> what the fuck do they deep fake in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Leo on top of the like, oh, Great of Escape yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe a less good reference, but uh, <laughs> didn't think we needed to retread that ground, but yeah, no, sorry, nah, just now we've to, gone and really just, highlighted it. Just, just wanted to make sure. You've shot a light through it, and boy, you can see that light <laughs> from the other side. It's very thin. <laughs> okay, so how's this? We got brand new news about the Sonic movie. The redesign reportedly costs only $5 million or less. Yeah, which... The quote here says, The VFX work on the film is far from being complete by the time the decision was made to delay the film and redesign Sonic, uh, says someone from the production team. The only Sonic VFX that was fully completed were the ones seen in the trailer. Okay, so... (laughs) This lends a fair bit more credence than I'd ever expected to my theory... To me, being a, a Sonic movie truther, <laughs> that they did it as a <laughs> that they stunt. They knew it was going to happen the yeah. whole time. Yeah, I imagine so. That would 
Fuck, I want to see the whole movie. I, that, that'd that be a Kickstarter Just we could get behind. Sonic. Kickstart yeah. $30 million to, to animate Sonic the original faithful way. Well, they've just, they, they sh- it would be fine, I imagine, if they just replaced the asset in the VFX programs. <laughs> like, they don't need to do shaders or anything. Who gives a fuck? I just want to see it with the <laughs> dumbass Sonic put in there. That uncanny little blue shit. <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, another one here. Nicolas Cage set to play Nicolas Cage in a new film titled The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I heard <laughs> <laughs> I'd heard everything up to the title. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, Cage isn't talks to play himself in a new meta drama <laughs> about <laughs> talks. <laughs> Look, if we what can't, are we talking about? Fuck. <laughs> we're going to get Nicolas Cage. We're just going to get John Travolta to play Nicolas Cage instead. You've seen, you've seen that documentary Face so, Off? Sorry, but who, who's doing a better job? <laughs> Nicolas Cage won Yeah, we're ten. getting Robert Pattinson to do it. If his agent, Fuck. If, if his agent doesn't get him a big paycheck for this, then he needs a new agent. <laughs> You know how, like, in Looper, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt had to study (laughs) movements and his, like, mannerisms and shit? Like, someone said he was like, I'll do it! I'll act as me! Stop following me! (laughs) Oh, man. Um, That is so funny. In talks, (laughs) he's got to win him over. Like, you have to prove to us that no one else could do a better job. <laughs> right, so, in this movie, Cage is in talks to play himself in a new metadrama about Nicolas Cage. And he's in talks to be in that yeah, metadrama. Right, yeah, yeah, so in a nod in talks to... about being in talks to play Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, in a nod to Cage's big blockbuster films like Gone in 60 Seconds, Unbearable Weight will follow a fictional version of Nicolas Cage... <laughs> who has reached rock bottom, <laughs> fervently trying to land a role in the latest Quentin Tarantino film to reconnect with his teenage daughter. It's and actually also, like full meta. Like, and oh, also overcome God. horrendous debt. In the film, the character Nicolas Cage will have internal conversations with a 90s movie star version of himself. Birdman the char- style. The character Nicolas Cage agrees to meet with a billionaire from Mexico who wants to cast him in a project, but chaos ensues when he learns that the billionaire is a drug kingpin and is then recruited by the CIA to bring the dealer down. What do you reckon about that? Um, I'm in. <laughs> I'm just also baffled. Fuck yeah. There are some... God, it's like... You get Disney where they're like, <laughs> we have to neutralize anything contentious in this movie at all costs. And like, all we're going to do is just like some middle of the road thing. We're taking zero risks ever. We're going with the yeah. safest thing. And then someone's like, what if we cast Nick Cage in a movie where he's playing himself trying to get cast in a movie about himself directed by <laughs> no, Quentin no, Tarantino? He's not, he's not whatever being, the fuck. Yeah. I, I added a, a few layers there or whatever. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. someone's just in a boardroom pitching that. I don't know. Just it, who, Which production studio is uh, that through? Is that A24? I, 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 I closed the thing, but the article at the end made it clear that um, whoever wrote it, wrote it without Nicolas Cage being aware of the project. Right. Obviously, though, right? The alternative is like, why can't, why can't it be in a movie about me? Yeah. Make it, right. the, the alternative is that Nicolas Cage commissioned the project. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been Good writing shit. a movie about myself. <laughs> Quick headline here about J.J. Abrams uh, talking about the rise of Skywalker script having been leaked because an actor left it under their bed. What? That's it. Star Wars director explained on Good Morning America that the script for the upcoming film was posted on eBay after it was discovered by a cleaner at one of the actors' a houses. A cleaner. Fuck. Yeah. 
Aren't those things because, like, you, you remember the story that we were with where Nicholas, uh, where Christopher Nolan, like, took the yeah, key, and like yeah. they had the double key system, and like two people needed to turn it at the same time to let you into the room where they'll kill you if you walk out. With well, the maybe script. the scripts are personalized and shit. Yeah, fuck, that's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I don't care. <laughs> All right, so the uh, final bit of news here that I got for the week is a follow-up of the ever ever ongoing juggernaut that is the James Bond No Time to Die press machine. Yep. Daniel Craig confirms that Bond 25 will be his last film, so that's No Time to Die. Great. And this is very, very honestly going to be his last. Not Otherwise, just his last Bond film, his last film. Is like, <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to they're gonna have to reanimate his... Mutilated corpse. Yeah, well, he looks that's like what he's he promised just has us no. like, twice now. He's got nothing left to give. <laughs> if you've seen <laughs> photos of him, he already listen. Pro- <laughs> Google Daniel Craig Turtles, and you'll it you'll like, know what I'm talking about. It sounds like you're making shit up. Yeah. It's the most soul crushing photo. Um, so this this news is that he's confirmed this will be his last, and that he won't direct another 007 movie. Right. So the question is. Has he ever directed a 007 movie? Some some would argue no. No. No, is the answer. Right. So this is someone being like, so is it your last one? He goes, yeah. And they go, and so the question was then asked, would you want to direct one? And he said, no. <laughs> if you're still a director, then you're at, then you then at night you're still with all the producers and screenwriters, and that's what I do now on the phone. Right. And after two hours of sleep, you have to go back to the set. Yeah. No, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, there you go. If anyone was curious as to whether Daniel Craig would direct another James Bond film, even though he hasn't directed any others before, no, no, he, he won't. Right. No. Acclaimed director Daniel Craig has decided to step down from taking the reins on this yeah, one. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And that's the news for this week. The last little drops I could squeeze out of the wet rag that was the news for the Very week. Very good. Before we go into Van Helsing, I've been sitting on a fun fact. I haven't done a fun fact in a while, and I should have opened the show with it because I think they're more interesting if they come before the news segment, but <laughs> I I fucked it. Right. So, um, here's my unrelated fun fact to anything that we've talked about thus far. I can't remember where I learned this, but <laughs> there's a lot of talk about like the creepiness and scary stuff that happens. I feel like this is something that gets talked about with a fair few horror films, but um, The Exorcist. It's talked about how... like. People would experience weird shit on set and, like, creepy things happen to them. Okay. Um, like, things moving around or disappearing or whatever. Sure. But it turns out that uh, there <laughs> was an actual serial killer in The Exorcist as a cast member. Fucking um, hell. Yeah. He was... Uh, <laughs> That's why the lighting guy went missing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. His name is Paul Bateson. And uh, he's an American former radiographer and convicted murderer. Uh, And he actually appeared as the radiographer in the 1973 horror film The Exorcist. And apparently, like, (laughs) William Friedkin, the director, had, like, watched him perform a real cerebral angiography the previous year. um, And decided to, like, cast him in it and include a scene of radiography. And, yeah, it turns out the dude was just an actual serial killer. Before the movie and after? Uh, afterwards, I think. Right. I think it came afterwards. Yeah, so this movie gave yeah. me a pretty wacky was, idea. He was, well, he was convicted in 79, six years later. So, like, don't know. Maybe. But, Fucking hell. Yeah. 
Um, I thought pretty, the fun fact was going to be right? like, nah, did you know that Warner Brothers hired someone to just go on set and hide and then just move shit around? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would assume that like if I was a horror director, I'd do shit like that. I'd like Blair Witch people, you know. <laughs> you wouldn't. It's a workplace. No, I would. <laughs> you um, just jackass Nicole Kidman, hide her handbag no, 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 and shit, no, be like, like ooh, ooh, Yeah, but I'd never tell anyone I was doing it. <laughs> it'd make a better of course, movie. Of course you <laughs> would. That's the That'd be ludicrous. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. I, I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> like, Nicole Kidman would be like, where's my handbag? And you'd be like, I moved it. Pretty freaky, huh? <laughs> 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 pretty pretty spooky I are moved you, it Ooh. are you spooked like if you wanted that to have an effect no, on the take no, really, you should really. have told me before the take like. <laughs> no really are you spooked <laughs> I just I think I've got I've got three other things on my list that I got planned and <laughs> I just want to know if I'm wasting here and both of our time yeah. so back to your trailer now huh <laughs> you're gonna go and open the door to your trailer <laughs> <laughs> uh uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're not afraid of buckets full of confetti. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Right, Van Helsing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as we mentioned, as I mentioned at the top of the show this week, <laughs> we watched the. Uh, it's like you know how like <laughs> Kubrick apparently just fucked with Nicole Kidman and uh, Tom, not Tom Hanks, Tom Scientologist. That's his name. Cruz. Cruz, thank you. On the scene of um, Eyes Wide Shut, and he yeah. would like get them to do f- like 80, 80 takes. He does so that all the time. they would just... Yeah. <laughs> but I think he just... It came out that he kind of just like had pure contempt for these people. <laughs> <laughs> so he just do that. It's like, if I'm doing it, I just it's just the 50th time I've stolen and hidden <laughs> a handbag. <laughs> In between takes, I'm like... I hit your handbag again. Just, <laughs> fuck! I'm like, yes, that's great. Channel that anger. Channel that anger. <laughs> yes, good, <laughs> good. I would love it with Kubrick if he actually used like take one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's got like and then 49 they're, they're about other to takes. Do the next, they're about to do the next shot. And he's told them that like, he's like, by the way, last time you know how we did 80 takes? Ended up using the first one. <laughs> Crazy, huh? And they're just like, all right, roll again. <laughs> Yeah. Like Tom I mean, Cruise goes beat red and he's like, this is so perfect. <laughs> I know we're doing 50 takes on this, Tom. You'll never get this. Last time we did 50 takes, I just used take one. Yeah. So like, <laughs> we're probably wasting our own time here. But also, do it again. I wasn't even watching take one this time. I mean, yeah. Was it fine? Was it okay, guys? I don't know. It? We'll check. But first, we'll do 49 more. <laughs> uh, oh, we have fun. Love it. Okay, Tom, off you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Action. <laughs> <laughs> Like Tom, we can't. Tom, we can hear your teeth grinding. You gotta. <laughs> Tom, we can hear the steam coming out of your ears. <laughs> Stop blowing a steam whistle. Dan Helsing. Yeah. Is <laughs> uh, according to our friend Wikipedia a 2004. <laughs> That's a shit last name. <laughs> if your first name's Wikipedia. <laughs> What is this? Is his last name Edia? Yeah. Oh, well, no. His, P- oh, no right. his last name. His first name's Wickup. Wickup. Yeah. <laughs> Please, if- Mister Pedia. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, the sh- moving version of the Thomas show, Dan Helsing. Here we are. We're in on it. Uh, based on a Bram Stoker. Is it a Bram Stoker character or a Bram Stoker 
book. I mean, Bram Stoker wrote Dracula, so do you mean... I think that the character the of book, there, I think there's a character named Van Helsing. Yeah, I think I think I think the character Van Helsing appears in Dracula. Yeah, as like a doctor or something. But in this 2004 film that I hadn't seen, but apparently everyone about our age had. Um, yeah, I don't know how you missed it. Yeah, I don't know. He's reimagined as a Hugh Jackman starring as monster hunter in the 1800s. But it's not. He's not just hunting Dracula. He hunts like. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and he hunts Frankenstein, and he hunts werewolves and shit. Yes, Van Helsing is a fictional character from the gothic horror novel Dracula. There you go. Um, So that's kind of of what we we did. It's a very cheesy, hammy kind of film that I could definitely see why people have fondness for, but I don't think it's aged very well. Oh, it doesn't hold up? Did you watch it again recently? No, I didn't. Fucking hell. Yes. Okay. I've watched it like probably... Five or six times. Okay, I, watched I love f- this movie. I watched it for the first time just the other day, and I don't necessarily think it holds up. Right. Already, it's a cool idea for a story, and I think that it'll make a great series. I think it actually is a series on sci-fi. It is a 2016 television series as well. Yes. yes. I'd be curious to see how that goes, because it's definitely... From the early outset of this film, there's, there's like an intro and like a sort of prologue where it sort of goes over this like, <laughs> like Frankenstein and then like an ending that's... <laughs> and all these words that just fly <laughs> up over the... <laughs> um, it's like other than like the in, the intro, there's this prologue bit that's kind of about the Frankenstein monster and all that. Uh, it then launches into like setting up the character of Van Helsing in an almost James Bondy kind of way, where it shows him on a mission to try and uh, take down uh, Mister Hyde. Doctor Jekyll is transformed into Mister Hyde, he's and he's now, I believe, yeah, he's now living in the in the Notre Dame Cathedral. R.I.P. Um, so I suppose like yeah, Mr. Hyde true. is that why it the didn't age well. <laughs> yeah, the roof doesn't even look doesn't like look that. like that <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Mr. Hyde, I suppose, is the hunchback of Notre Dame, which is yeah, kind of cool. I guess. Um, yep. I don't know. And then he goes back to his little like Vatican City base. Yep. There's a lot of like quick like all right, oh fine, all right. So this is happening. I'm just gonna have to accept it. Yes. Where he gets this like priest monk dude who is like Q from the James Bond movies. Does he g- actually gives also all play Q? No, because I don't think so. Right. Gives him all these gadgets, but like 1800s priest built gadgets for an 1800s monster hunter. He gets like cross like a like a gas powered rapid fire crossbow and he gets this like mysterious glass sphere full of like Quicksilver or whatever bullshit yeah. elements they thought were a, were a thing back in the back in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, so, so yes, yeah. Um, my point was, it's got a very James Bondy kind of feel, and I thought like, oh, cool. If we're gonna get like a James Bond, but in the eighteen hundreds, I'm all in. That's an awesome idea. But then I feel like the movie kind of stretches out in the midsection, and there's lots of long extended sequences where you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and the CGI hasn't really Do you mean action sequences. Yeah. Or- there's like a lot of action sequences, sequences later in the film with uh, Dracula. So Dracula is a main antagonist in the film, and he has his wives who turn into these blue harpy bat. There is bat women or whatever, things, yeah. and there, there's a lot of scenes with them like flying around and sort of dive bombing a little town in Transylvania and like attacking people. And those scenes go on and on and on and right. on. And I, I would have I would have liked for there to be a lot more of Van Helsing doing like Assassin's Creed style action sequences where he's like being smart and having to be clever and use his wiles to 
defeat these dudes in much a way as The Witcher might from the video games. Right. But instead, it was a lot of just like shooting crossbows, shooting and shit. crossbows at shit, and then right. like peasants screaming and running away from these uh, these blue bat bat ladies. But in any case. I'm the, I, I would be, I would be interested to know whether this TV series is interesting because it's such a cool idea and there's a lot of different sort of vignettes that happen in this film that I think I would have liked a lot more focus on. Right. First one of this, uh, first shot is it opens up on like a black and white shot of like a Franken, the Frankenstein castle is what you find out. Yeah. And it almost, it's it's all shot in the first intro in black and white and it kind of reminds me of a lot of those old monster movies. Mm. I went back and watched a few of those recently. We watched Dracula. Hey, Nosferatu. And- yeah, but I'd say it looks kind of like it's a model and it looks like it's really sort of harking back and conjures the tone of those old monster movies um, where you get like a, an angry mob with flaming torches and they go up to the castle and you see Victor Victor Frankenstein building his monster on a slab that kind of looks like the old Gene Wilder yeah, yeah, yeah. movie with the lightning Young bolt. Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly, with the lightning bolt like activating <coughs> the monster. That was pretty cool, and I thought, like, oh, cool, if we're going to get, like, Van Helsing swooping in here and saving the day there, you sort of don't, it doesn't become relevant to later, and it's kind of weird. Backstory. As, yeah, it's this weird backstory, and it's kind of relevant, it's, it's kind of weird as to why they've even included that. I think your, your plot summary we've got going here, I, th- I think that Dracula is employing Frankenstein to build this monster, or the technology is being funded by Dracula, I don't know, already are getting a bit too deep, and I'm sort of starting to understand why it <laughs> yeah. is that this movie has, like... <laughs> 20% on Dracula's accounting history like yeah. his, his money laundering scheme <laughs> book burning process yeah. yeah exactly Dracula's trying to use uh, Frankenstein's experiments he's trying to like duplicate the technology that was used to give life to his undead children and he needs to use Velkin as a conductor for that Velkin oh, is the monster, the monster. Yeah. yeah well so I suppose that's later on in the plot that's like Less than halfway yeah. through. So spoilers are all over, I suppose. Straight up for Van Helsing. If you don't care, a, then, a you know. 2004 action movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, <Yep. laughs> so already, I'm like, all right, what the fuck is going on? They need hard cuts to like Van Helsing scaling Notre Dame and chasing after Doctor Jekyll. And so, you know, <laughs> already, I'm like, all right, what the, what the fuck is going right, on? Right, right. Um, the tr- uh, Mister Hyde is this large troll-like. Hunchback dude, yes, the very, CG very, like very Lord of the Rings cave right. troll. And I was going to say the, the CG almost rivals the Lord of the Rings cave troll or like the Matrix centaur thing. Yeah, like it's not great. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's the, it's, it's the like, Matrix centaur thing. Isn't there some sort of there's some terrible CG in the Matrix where the first Matrix? No, like number three. A centaur. Oh, I don't know. Look it up. Look, Google it in your own time. There's a there's a famously okay. bad. Maybe it's a mech or something. There's a famously bad Those piece of CG. Two very different things. <laughs> yeah, no, they, you know they're like people with faces and legs. Nah, there is no centaur in the Matrix. There's the fight scene where he fights the two hundred Agent Smiths. That's like notoriously terrible. Yeah, I'm googling Matrix bad CGI, and every single thing is that fight scene that I'm talking about. Oh, I'm thinking of the Rock and the Mummy. <laughs> all right, we're, we're all right. We're back. No, understandable. We're back from a break. When I said the centaur thing in the Matrix, what it meant was and I went, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And when we got to the bottom of it, Oscar realized he meant the Rock from the Mummy. Admittedly, though, much more closely resembles the centaur thing. 
What is the centaur part of that? He's got a horse body, doesn't he? Does he? Fuck you. In the in the mummy? Maybe. <laughs> right, so, so the, the, this scene ends pretty quickly with uh, Hugh Jackman... <laughs> I like this segment. ...absailing off of Notre Dame and pulling Dr. Jekyll off of the top of Notre Dame with a fucking grappling hook. Fuck yeah. <laughs> And you're wondering why this was popular <laughs> in the time. Yeah, exactly. Hard cut again. So we've gone from black and white Transylvania, yep. hard cutting to Hugh Jackman pulling Dr. Jekyll off pulling of the top off, of Notre Dame with a grappling pulling hook. Pulling off Dr. Jekyll, yeah. Pull, yeah, right. <laughs> hard cut again to Vatican City, six weeks later. Yeah. I'm like... Right, it's a different, different type of pulling off and going there. <laughs> and so there's like, there's like a secret James Bond style organization of monks that send monster hunters around the world and they're organized under Vatican City. Um, the bald Illuminati. <laughs> and so uh, Hugh Jackman goes into this little confessional booth and he does like a... I want out of this whole monster hunting game, father. And this is like great that shuts and he's stuck in the confessional booth and he like uh, ministry of magics himself down to this like basement area yep. where um every Catholic's wildest dream. Where yeah, exactly. Where like it's it's <laughs> oh god, where it's like all this exposition <laughs> already. Uh, where like uh, Hugh Jackman goes one step short of like remind me why I'm stuck doing this for you. (laughs) And the priest goes, well, you see, you've already lost your memory of all your past sins. You remember you have amnesia. As as penance. Right. uh, uh, One day you might get your memory back if you do enough of this work for us. And Hugh Jackman's like, oh, that's right. Right. And so you've got this like Catholic priest that's like this Catholic priest cue to Jackman's like gothic 007. He's a a friar, not a priest. You've given him several promotions there, (laughs) I believe. That's right. And that's an ongoing gag that happens about three or four different times where you're like, oh, what's the priest up to? And he's like, actually, it's a friar. And you're like, oh. I understand the ranking system a, in the Catholic Church. Does he, does he church. at some point say, like, I'm not a priest or something like that? I feel yeah. like he does. That's oh, stuck a bit in my that. head. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of that. So it's played by David Wenham, who, interestingly enough, was actually in The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. He plays Faramir, I believe. There's a bit of, um, yes, so, so really starting to get, get a bit of this James Bond, James Bond kind of feel. You get the aforementioned gas-propelled rapid-fire crossbow. How's our summary going there? The next yeah, note yeah, yeah. I've got you're, here... You're nailing it, bro. The next note I've got here is that he goes, right, now you've got to... He's like, they're like, stop fucking killing these dudes because it'd be really great if I could bring some back and check them out. It's really yeah. annoying when you kill them. Just like the CIA. And, and so he's kind of like, oh, you might not like my rough methods, but uh, I get things done. But uh, how do you like these guns? <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. <laughs> the rapid-fire gas-powered crossbow. And David Wenham swoons. <laughs> uh, so then we get then we get a... Uh, he gets, he gets straight up to Transylvania. So yeah, Hugh Jackman's... Smash cut to... Again. Castle boom. Frankenstein. This is where we get like a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes, I reckon, of just Van, Mor- Van Morrison. Van, <laughs> fuck it. Van Morrison, just like... <laughs> Van Halen. <laughs> dicking around, shooting <laughs> cross... <laughs> <laughs> Just a small town girl <laughs> oh, no. Living in a lonely world That's not, not Van Halen. either of those two <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> anywhere <laughs> They go on a journey <laughs> 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 
in Transylvania, there's this like brown-eyed girl who's a member of some fa- <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> a member of some like royalty type family that has some problem with the local vampires, <laughs> and so um, you get this little town in Transylvania, beautiful little snow-topped. They've got it. It's it's like the same deal, like where they 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 pay a fee or something, isn't it? Like that they the vampires come and abduct sheep every now yeah, and then. Yeah, the vampires are like a they don't mafia style thing. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're running a uh, what is that a racket? Or yeah. whatever it is <laughs> exactly a protection racket yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit <laughs> yeah, it'd be a real uh, shame <laughs> if any of those uh, sheep would have disappeared <laughs> <laughs> wake up in your bed with several thousand bat heads under the covers yeah. ah 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes so uh, uh, then <laughs> Boston Dracula there's a fucking character <laughs> for you <laughs> hey I'm walking hey. here I want to suck your butt <laughs> Yeah, let me suck a little of your blood, huh? <laughs> hey, what's the big hey, idea? Take my three wives. <laughs> Please. <laughs> this has got legs. I'm writing this down. Don't, don't, don't put this up. I don't want. <laughs> this is. I'm already writing the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got no reflection. What's the big idea? <laughs> yeah, I bought a mirror the other day, and uh, yeah, things broken. <laughs> <laughs> fucking thing, fucking thing, don't wait. Defective. Uh, doesn't stop my wife from being in front of it for three hours <laughs> next to my other two wives, huh? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, it's been done. Uh, so. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, fucking Wolverine, busts into this little town and is like, I don't care what understanding you got going in. Don't show me the lease agreement. I'm shooting this place up. (laughs) And so you get all these like harpies swooping in and attacking the village. And there's like a 20 minute shootout fight scene where like you've got these blue bat women like turning in and out of the beautiful lady form into the bat form and back again. And it's some sort of narrative about how they're trying to capture this, like, I don't know, we'll call her this Transylvanian princess or whatever, but, like, there's right. this, like, warrior princess chick who's, like, trying to be captured by the vampires because she's important because of her royal blood or Played something. Played by Kate Beckinsale, if That's I'm not it. wrong. That's Which it. Which I'm guessing landed her the Underworld films. Yeah, I suppose it's the same guy as well. I think this dude did the Underworld films oh, as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I think maybe he, he just refined does trashy style action horror. Oh, yeah, because that is... Exactly the same drug, brother. <laughs> like, oh, the mummy films. Are the kind vampires. Of oh, yeah, the mummy sick. films. It's this clown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This guy just doesn't know how to do CG. <laughs> yeah, true. fucking hell. I think he just directed movies back in the nineties and mid two thousands. About yes. centaurs. Or oh, whatever. No, it's just, <laughs> no, yeah, that was the Wachowskis. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Call back to a bit that probably got cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I've written thousands of bats. Listen, what you're listening to is Oscar struggling to read his own writing. So I've, I've got I've got notes here about how this middle chunk with all the brides swerving around <laughs> is a little boring, and then I've written thousands of bats like the ending of Avengers Part One. People dissolving oh, into right. bats. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. I understand. Right, so the original. I got it before you did. No, 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 not, no, not that. No, fuck, oh, fuck whatever you said. Right. Um, the end. So I remember the original Joss Whedon Avengers movie. Uh, that big fight scene at the end in New York. You haven't seen the original Avengers movie? Oh no, I, th- I think I have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. The end of the fight scene where all the aliens come out of the big out of the black sky. hole in the sky yeah, thing, that's and right. there's just shitloads of aliens everywhere, Streaming and it's impossible of- to keep track of what's going on in the right, fight scene. Right, 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 and right. there's almost no stakes because there's so much going on. You're like, all right, well, this is. I don't have time to care about anything. It's going to be fine. I can't quite track what's going on. So this is the same thing where there's like 
30 fucking peasants and like all these bats flying <laughs> everywhere. There's like 30 th- peasants flying around, <laughs> biting Van Helsing. <laughs> um, like, we're not even vampires. What's going on? Um, it's like three bat ladies, but like they're just flying all over the place and not really doing anything with any kind of aim, it seems. Yeah. And like Van Helsing seems to have like an unlimited supply of clips of this yeah, fucking They're trying to kill bullshit. him in the least efficient way possible, and he's trying to kill them in the least efficient way oh, possible. Oh, it's so annoying. It's like that that fight scene there is just kind of Yeah, you're like, what what the fuck is going on? Right. No good. Um And so then after that sort of after that scene goes off my interest in taking notes sort of dwindled to next to nothing understandable and then so then I, to be honest the rest of this movie kind of petered out I think this had a cool intro right but I think the rest of the movie for an adult just didn't doesn't hold up in this oh it doesn't hold up in this post me too era of strong no. VFX performances I had a lot of fun a lot of laughing at the film right and not a lot of fun being like oh this is cool <laughs> Okay, so yeah, what happens next? So this monster called, uh, this is monster called Velkin. Right. So the Frankenstein monster, for some reason, is hanging around. Right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Victor Frankenstein is or, right at the very beginning with that black and white bit. All the peasants like storm his castle, like what are you doing? It's a natural bro. And he's like fuck you. Um, and Frankenstein's monster runs away and is like, I'm a real boy. I want to live a life. Um, and Dracula sweeps in and steals all the equipment and takes it back to his castle. Yeah, yeah. That then leaves the Frankenstein monster in play. Uh, but there's also, separate to Frankenstein's monster, this is not your fault, this plot's a mess, <laughs> um, Will Kemp plays Velkin Valerius, who is Anna, that's Kate Beckinsale's character that he meets up with in Transylvania, that Van Helsing meets up with in Transylvania. Yeah. His, her brother... Is turned into a werewolf. Right, so that's like the, the monster. There's like the Transylvania princess lady and the Transylvania prince dude. Yeah, and the prince dude gets turned into a werewolf. Yeah, controlled by Dracula. Yeah, I think there's more than one. There's more than one werewolf being controlled by Dracula, which yeah. is not an important point, but <laughs> one worth being right. a stickler about. So he fucks off to Castle Frankenstein. Where Dracula's hiding out now. With all the tech and stuff. Yeah, yeah sure, fine. And so the the two, Van Helsing and, and Anna, follow him there. Yeah, right. So what you've just skipped there is like, I feel like 45 minutes. Because I, <laughs> right. that's the climax of the movie, is when old mate going to go into the castle yeah. and trying to fight Frankenstein. But fucking hell. Right, so here's this other bit. That's this, that's this hundreds of bats thing that I forgot about. So we're talking about how Frankenstein's tech reanimates the dead body to make Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. And then Dracula sees that and goes, right, I have like all these thousands of egg sacks unhatched in my castle. Yeah. I can use this lightning bolt machine thing that Frankenstein's made to hatch all the egg sacks. And then I have all my children unleashed upon the world. So there's the implication Um, there that he, that his wives lay the eggs and then fish style he has to spray cum onto all of them to <laughs> fertilize like, them. One man can only cum so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm already gaunt enough as it is. Right, yeah. Richard Roxburgh has been uh, absolutely uh, spent. Uh, uh, I'm so dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I want a glass of water. <laughs> so and I need so, to drink all this blood. Bodily so fluids in, bodily fluids out. Right. And so you get a sequence where... 
Dracula uses the lightning machine to zap all the egg sacs and hatch like a thousand little bat baby things right. that then go and terrorize the town. And they look similar to like gremlins. Little gremlin yeah. wing things, yeah. And then that scene with the gremlins terrorizing the town happens like two or three times. Oh, right. And so I'm assuming those are intersected with scenes like, of expository doing dialogue. Yeah, between him yeah. and Anna. Yeah, and then exactly. at some point, the moon comes out and Anna's brother turns. Yeah, right, and exactly. he's like, oh, I'm a werewolf. Yeah, and it's like, oh, no, you can't kill him. He's my brother. And Hugh Jackman's right. like, but bro, she's a, he's a fucking werewolf like, he's, now. He's got the shot on him and then she like knocks the gun away from his hand. He's yeah. like, the fuck, bro? I was about to fucking kill him. Yeah, and exactly. She's like, it's very, um, he's my brother. I care oh, about God, him. What is that movie? That's a movie. Van Helsing. <laughs> the one with the crossbow and the well. Oh, you got that, me. Yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, but th- so this thing with the bat babies bursting out of the egg sacs and going to terrorize it down happens like twice. And that's the bullshit with this. Like, there's all these bats happening all over the place. It's impossible to work out what's going on. Fuck, it's boring. I was going to say, I would watch an Australian movie. I would watch a movie where it was like almost exactly like Van Helsing, but <laughs> Van Helsing is like. Australian as hell. A, an, a dumb action movie where the main character is extremely Australian. And and then I was like, oh, Mad Max. But then, like, disappointingly, they got they cast Tom Hardy, and he doesn't talk very much, right? And when he yeah. does talk, he's like, oh, my name is Max. <laughs> it's very so strange. You've come to die with but I'm talking like a character, I would like a protagonist that has a lot of dialogue, but is like, what the fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> let me fuck. Fucking... You know, I gotta go to fucking Hotel Transylvania and fuck that guy? Oh, fuck. I thought this was a kid's movie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you want this to have an M15 rating, Khan? <laughs> <laughs> he laughs like that. Yeah. He nails this, like, goblin bat thing with a crossbow on. He's like, oh, get fucked, mate. Yeah. Oh, sick one. Um, there's a lot of... that. So, so interstitially between Dracula two or three times for any man and his babies and failing, and we're like, fuck, we get it. You need the Frankenstein monster to be the one that the electricity goes through to make the baby right. animating work. And they're like, it's oh, it's a disaster. If he does that, then they'll kill DNA everyone. or something. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, Frankenstein can't be allowed to reanimate all his babies because then they'll kill everyone in the town or some shit. Uh, right, so... And then interstitially between all these baby reanimating scenes, you get a lot of sequences of like Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale like fucking around with this werewolf thing and like trying to decide whether to kill it or not. And like the werewolf dude being like, oh, I'm a real guy and I'm going to go fucking fuck up Dracula. And they'd be like, no, he'll control you. Like, no, he totally won't. Like, no, he actually can. And he's like, we don't like being called werewolves. We like being called lichens. And and she's like, no, that's underworld, idiot. Uh, Secrets I did like is when they're sort of trying to explain the mythos behind uh, this royal family's like royal magic blood and the, the most Dracula interesting vampires. parts of these films are the ones where characters are talking <laughs> like I think the writing is good or at least funny yeah, it's or at the, least the it action was when scenes, I watched it the action scenes kind of suck. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's, a, like cut all the action out and this is yeah. like a vastly better movie. Exactly, <laughs> it's kind of like a, uh, like a king's. Yeah, it'd be like I wish I wish that this movie was made but with the quality of like Kingsman. What if this was made but it was directed by Aaron Sorkin and instead of ever fighting oh. Van Helsing just like debates Dracula into realizing that it's not the right thing to do. <laughs> And so he just like gives him like gives him the speech of his Refer- lifetime and references Dracula's the nineteen ninety four Fisheries yeah, exactly. Act to yeah, explain yeah, yeah. why it is the <laughs> yeah. what Dracula is yeah, doing yeah. is actually against his own interests. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got I got nothing for you. I watched nine seasons of the West Wing and I lost and I I learned nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So the, the bits I did like were when it's when it's explaining the mythos of this land, it goes into this like oil painting come to life. And it's like oh, it's like this nightmare right. oil painting yeah, thing. It's a really yeah, cool yeah. effect. Right. And it's got these like two all right now where i'm stuck here is that i remember there being a painting with like two soldiers fighting each other and they one of them turns into a wolf and the other one turns into a vampire and they realize like oh the soldiers were a metaphor for the fact that the dracula has to fight a werewolf to beat them but my problem is i've been playing the new pokemon game for the last two weeks and there is a scene in the (laughs) pokemon game where two soldiers are fighting and it's symbolic of the two uh, legendary Pokemon Wolves. Right. So I literally don't know whether well, I'm confusing this with a children's <laughs> video game or a children's action movie. In this, Van Helsing tries to... or he confronts Dracula and it's revealed, I think, in them talking that Dracula is immune to the normal ways of being killed as a vampire. So the only way that he can be killed, which is revealed in the oil painting, is to be killed by a werewolf. So that wasn't in the Pokemon. That wasn't no. Pokemon. That was and this so movie. so they need to leverage the fact that Anna's brother is a werewolf to fight Dracula. Yeah, right. Okay, him. cool. Right, now we're back. And so yeah. then, so then again, we've got, we've got sort of like half of a James Bond spoof Kingsman kind of thing, which could have been cool, but they fucked it. And then we've got like an action movie for 45 minutes where you're like, right, nothing's happening. Fuck this. And so then it gets back on and it's a bit of like a national treasure kind of movie. Yeah. And he's got this like piece of uh, uh, a tapestry that he's got a piece back in place where um, I'd like to think they thought it was a bigger puzzle than it actually was. They're like, oh, this, this, stat- this, this statue says like, if you say blank, the door will open. But there's just a blank space. What do you reckon goes in that blank space? And <laughs> He's kind of like, and I've the, been carting around this little tapestry that says open on it for the last 45 yeah. minutes. Do you reckon it's this? Well, my tapestry says, what if I'm rapping to a song and they say it? How is that <laughs> racist? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is the other piece? <laughs> and so then, like, literally, like, he plugs the little tapestry piece into the missing bit of tapestry plugs. and says, like, in English, like, open this door and it opens. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not like the statue had like a magic he Latin phrase Latin. written on yeah, it. No, <laughs> the, the statue phrase wasn't is, like Latin Siri. The phrase is <laughs> in Latin, it and he's like, "It's like okay," and then opens it. Yeah, door. <laughs> the phrase is in Latin, but he right. reads it and says, "Oh, in English it says in the name of God, open the door, and the door opens." And it, blah, blah, blah. it was the in the name of God bit that no one had ever tried. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck, open the door. <laughs> Jesus Christ, open the door. Look, we'll get there eventually. I felt it, I felt it kind of shift a bit. <laughs> it's got a bit of give in it. Mia Culpa, open this door. <laughs> Very good. You <laughs> <laughs> thinking of another one? Yeah, I'll get one. I'll get one. What's that? Uh, seize, the, seize the day. Carpe diem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say carpe diem, open carpe this door. Carpe diem, open this door. There we carpe go. Carpe door, open this damn. <laughs> Uh, right so I don't know and then there's like a big uh, and then it's like oh six six semper door anus (laughs) suddenly fucking (laughs) I don't know man and then the movie kind of peters out and then it's like oh surprise fucking Van Helsing's a a werewolf now because we had a werewolf that was on our side that could have made this whole situation workable and yeah, no, does he don't. get does he get attacked and bitten? Like, how does he? Yeah, he gets bitten. So like, so the so the the brother Anna's brother's werewolf attacks him and bites him. So he like, and then he does like the Walking Dead thing where like he like covers it. 
Yeah, but it's like, nobody. what was your game plan, bro? Like, you're sneaking into Dracula's castle on a full moon yeah. in the middle of the night. And she's he's doing that Walking Dead thing where uh, she's like, did you get bitten? And he's like, no. No. <laughs> she's like, show me your arm. He's like, I just don't want to right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like, he, I'm not touching I, you. My bleeding wound is touching you. <laughs> <laughs> My growing snout is... Oh! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I don't really know what his game plan was there, but at some point he's like, all right, fine, I am a werewolf his now. His game plan was running down the running time of the movie. <laughs> but it's like, at the exact this, bit... This barely cuts 131 minutes with credits. Oh, really? <laughs> Fuck, it yeah. felt like three hours, yeah. man. <laughs> um, yeah. And so then he like scales the wall because he's a werewolf now, and they're like, well, how else are we getting out this wall? Fuck, why don't we just make him a werewolf then? Right. Uh, you know, there's walking out wall werewolf powers that they have. Yeah, werewolf spiders. <laughs> okay, so uh, Hugh Jackman as Van Helsing as a werewolf then fights Dracula and wins. Like, <laughs> no, then, like, uh, I'm annoyed that, like... words move upwards <laughs> from like, the bottom of the screen to the top. <laughs> sure, it's cool that, like, because the, then he has to go and, like, fight Dracula or whatever while they go get the cure it's one of those yeah. like oh we only have time we either have time to cure you of the werewolf problem or go it's save the day and he's like well you go to this and I'll go to that and then they meet up in the middle and they like throw the syringe at him and it swirls the, across the room the and dark night thing yeah exactly yeah. right and so um, yeah I don't know and and then like I just wish that he'd use more of his monster hunter shit like I don't think yeah. that any of the stuff he did in this movie was really that amazing as a monster hunter the most interesting bits were the intro and then the Notre Dame bit and then this little like national treasure bit and I think all the bits in the middle were just like action scenes that I don't know if you're setting him up to be this like great great like monster hunter we didn't really get much of that but yeah I would have loved like like it seems like he didn't know what he was supposed to do until he got there and he was just like flying by the seat of his pants you've skipped over the tragic and meta breaking uh ending of the film where Anna runs in with the cure and Van Helsing out of control of his own actions jumps on her and kills her but she like stabs the cure into him and so he gets cured of being a werewolf in her like ultimate sacrifice thing that's right which is like definitely that trope where the woman has to become the like to be destroyed in order to like fulfill her purposes whatever yeah yeah. that was also a crock of shit there were two ways this movie was going. Either they were going to have little werewolf babies. Yeah. Just like Howling 3, the marsupials. So obviously, that's what I wanted to see. Or... Number one, priority number one yeah. is seeing another snail trail down into a werewolf vagina. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I want. Seeing some tiny little embryo fucking thing crawl oh, through baby. more pubic hairs. I want to see exactly what 10 what years worth If you haven't listened to our episode on Howling 3, the marsupials, and then Razorback, then you are missing some context <laughs> for this joke. I want to see what 10 years of visual effects progress has gotten us in terms of little werewolf fetus puppets. Yeah. You know? Well. See how far we get? I don't know. When did marsupials come out? Ace. Right. It's came out in 2004. We've oh, got a good okay. 15 years yeah. to improve the technology. Yeah, okay. And yep. we pissed it away. Yep. Yeah, right. So, there's that. You're right. It's kind of a bit of a crock of shit and tropey mess that she just dies at the end. I to mean, save, this whole mid-2000s action man. movies is like, yeah. They're ooh. obviously, like, they, they have a romance for no reason. Like, mm. she hates him. Well, no, it's because he's the protagonist male and she's the oh, man-supporting character female. That's he's why. He's the protagonist. Yeah, no. Fuck. But yeah, the no, reason but why they have to have a romance is because if that's the characters that you have, then they have to fuck. 
<laughs> yeah, right. But it's, then, like, is in it's in the script template when you load it up in Final Draft. Yeah, I don't it's know, like, man. Like protagonist introduction, love interest introduction. Brackets, they barely have any conversation character. in the film. Yeah, well, they don't need to. They fuck. But there's literally like there's either four or twenty eight thousand scenes in this film. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing in the middle. And so I thought, I don't know, I had fun and there were some great scenes, but I think, hot take, I think this is one of those movies that has a really great opening act. Yeah. And so as a kid, you turn it on and you're like, oh, I want to watch Van Helsing and it's really fun to start watching and no kid ever finished watching Van Helsing. Yeah, okay. Well, I I watched the whole thing like eight or nine times, but I I watched Dude, Where's My Car? (laughs) Upwards of 20 or 30 times. (laughs) I think I was there when you watched it the first time. Maybe I had... Uh, I, uh, maybe I don't think so I think I, I remember watching that in front of a computer by myself but also that could be the 29 other times that I watched that movie <laughs> so um, yeah I didn't well, have good taste back then is what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I don't know I mean I get that this is a kids movie or whatever or maybe not I don't know maybe this is supposed to be like a cool badass movie like the superheroes uh, are yeah, there I think it's just meant to be an to. action movie and I see what they were going for but but it's underpinned by a Mary Shelley novel which makes it a smart person's action movie. I didn't mind the monster. There's the, a the Frankenstein monster in this. I did a bit of Googling. It's one of the only times that the monster is actually uh, depicted as being reasonably intelligent. It I reminded think. me of the Beast from X-Men. Yeah. Well, like, so Frankenstein's yeah. monster in the book is intelligent though. And yeah, is capable yeah, yeah. of like, complex thought. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just a dude. I just want to be a dude in Antarctica or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so I kind of like that. I kind of like that aspect of it. And I would have liked it if the, the the Dracula bit was a lot shorter. If the Dracula bit had maybe been like half an hour, right. and then he'd gone on and fought other dudes well, it and other like monsters. The idea of the, that you're leaning into sounds like it's the, the TV series. If format, there was some right? sort of storytelling type mode, like an episodic, in a little sort of twenty minute format chunks. with. Yeah, yeah. That told shorter vignettes in a yeah. longer well, yeah, form. Liter- literally, yes. Right. So I'd be curious to go and watch this TV series. I hope it's good. But then the Hugh Jackman's not in it. I don't know. Hugh Jackman's a big part of this. He's yeah. really good. He was good as Van Helsing. Kate Beckinsale. I can't tell if Kate Beckinsale... This is bad of me. I can't tell if she's even a good actor because I just spent too much time staring at her face. <laughs> Like I just uh, as a like I said as a ten or twelve or fourteen year old whenever I was watching this movie I just wasn't uh, watching for whether or not her performance was convincing. <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels very two thousand and two in that she's like a a posh British lady who's playing like Transylvanian peasant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Demon hunter. Yeah, there's or no interest in the historical. It's like I <laughs> historical accuracy. Is that yeah. what you're going to say? No, I just think that like I think they would have cast if this is these. Us these days, I don't think they would have cast like a well-known British actress or a well-known American actress in that role. I think it would have gone to like a European actor. No, I I just I I don't know. I just feel like it was filmed in the Czech Republic, and I think all of the supporting roles were filled with Czech people. (laughs) Well, you know how like the James Bond. Um, the James Bond. uh, Women. Women. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to think of somewhere like a, a, the, the the side characters in James Bond movies, the the women and all that. They're often not well, <laughs> they're not well known actresses as big as 
fucking Judy Dench right. and Ray Fiennes and all that. And I feel like to some degree that means that they're more believable as like a main part. If like if he like find if James Bond like finds some random lady in it's Jamaica, Eva Green. yeah, yeah, exactly. If she finds some, if he finds some random lady in fucking Alaska, and then it's yeah, Eva Green. You're like, all right, well that's just. That's just Eva Green. <laughs> yeah. But if it's some unknown actress or someone that hasn't been in these huge big Hollywood films, I think it works a lot better for the believability. Right. But then if it's like, right, well, fine, I'll give you that the main character is Hugh Jackman. What if James Bond teamed up with Harriet Tubman? <laughs> <laughs> Only if Harriet Tubman's being played by Danny DeVito. Though. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> That would have been a better pitch. <laughs> Absolutely a better pitch than I Julia Roberts. Fucking hell. But there's only so much that you can populate this movie that's supposed to be in the middle of nowhere in Transylvania with a big Hollywood A-list as before. Like, all right. No, it's just cheesy But now. also, like, why do you give a fuck? Because the fact that Hugh Jackman is Van Helsing seems not to trouble anyone. I also don't think that Hugh Jackman's a very good pick. You said he's good as Van Helsing. He seems a bit too posh for me. I know he did Wolverine, mm. but in this movie, he just seems a bit, why, yeah. a bit clean. Right. In a way that, like... Who would you have cast? <sighs> Put you on the spot. I don't know. Someone with a bit Come more... Like easier... A- Producers Guild of America accreditation and fucking be the casting agent that <laughs> oh, you've you are. Got, like, like people with like a more leathery face. Like I was picturing more of like a like a lock, stock, and two smoking barrels kind of movie that I was going to get. Maybe. Richard Roxburgh. <laughs> <laughs> he's more leather face, I guess. I mean, it was a joke because it was a callback, and he's in this movie, but he kind of fits like that, like slightly lesser known, rough around the edges action. Yeah. Guy. Like, maybe, like, something dumb like Jason Statham or Vin Diesel oh, or some yeah, shit. yeah, right. Like, some sort of grizzled kind of action. I don't think of Hugh Jackman as an action hero. Right. That's the problem. Despite the fact that he plays Wolverine. No. Right. But that's, that feels like a superhero kind of... I don't know why I feel like Wolverine's different. I feel like action hero... Yeah, have you action watched hero, X-Men movies recently? Well, like, action hero to me says, like, uh, Indiana Jones or... Die Hard, Ben, Bruce Willis. I don't know what I'm trying to say. The have point seen, is that Hugh Jackman seems a bit too clean. The Jason Statham movies where no. he, he's like injected with the thing that means his heart's going to stop if no. he if his adrenaline levels drop too low. No, fuck, you got to watch those movies, man. Tom Tom Hardy, I yeah. think, would be a good pick. Tom Hardy has a certain quality to him where he seems a bit tougher. Here's my problem. <laughs> I think that I think that Hugh Jackman feels a bit too private schoolboy for me. You're right. He's too preppy. I'm just thinking, I just can't get out of my head. Jason Statham rocking up to Transylvania and going, do you think I've got conk across my forehead? <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch Crank, man. That, that film came out in 2006, two years after oh, Van Helsing. After, after, being, you go, after going, you got to watch Van Helsing. This I don't is know, I've been the, once. This is the stupidest movie I think I've ever seen, Crank. Crank. It is Crank and Crank 2 High Voltage are two of the <laughs> stupidest most wonderful movies Fuck. I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> just unbelievable. Maybe we'll do a segment next week where I just read you the plot of Crank, dollop style. Brilliant. And you just just give me your visceral reaction. Well, the way it. that'll make the cut is if we remember to do that next week, then maybe we will. All oh, right. I'll keep it in mind. I think that's probably all I got on Van Helsing, man. I don't know. I enjoyed it. But I think I enjoyed the first half, and I can definitely see how this was on a bus. You'd be having fun watching it on the bus, and then you'd forget it was on, and you wouldn't be watching it anymore. I watched it at my aunt's house at Christmas. Oh, yeah. Right, there you go. I didn't want to interact with anyone else, just like every other 14-year-old, and so I locked (laughs) myself in. Just like all other 14 years. Great Christmas. (laughs) 
that's probably all I've got for uh, Van Helsing. I think that in in terms of like period action comedies, I think that the Sherlock movies that Robert Downey Jr. was in are oh, a yeah. lot better. Yeah, 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 I'd definitely. Say in that. terms of the tone that this is going for, I think all three of those are good fun. Right. In a way that keep moving. In a way that I found this contest quite a bit boring. As They're I said, directed by Guy Ritchie. I think they actually are, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of that lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think Cinema he does that tone quite well, and I think this sort of missed it. Sure. Um, I don't know what this would be better than. I really sort of didn't enjoy this very much. I, maybe this is the bottom of the rung because, like, or maybe like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That was really that? good. I oh, watched. Okay. That. I watched that in the cinema. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So yeah, no, this, I don't is, know. this is not only worse than, <laughs> not only worse than uh, the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes movies. It's also worse than Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and yeah. I'm going to say all of the Underworld films. Yeah. Fuck. Even though those are probably just as dumb. At least they look better yeah right so now yeah. i don't know I, plus I, having a female protagonist actually i think like mm. eases a lot of those other troublesome things yeah exactly well you get like the alexa adler character that's like the the sherlock's foible i don't or understand whatever. any of the words oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. which works yeah. quite well and, and yeah. I, think, I think one of the reasons why those movies work better than this movie from like a plot point of view is that in this you're, you're told like he's this very skilled monster hunter and he knows all everything about all these monsters you know how do you know about vampires he knows about vampires kind of thing you know like right. he knows everything there is to know about all these monsters and the way he ends up finding out is he sees a paint he doesn't figure it out till he gets there <laughs> right. and he basically sees a painting on the wall that's like here's how you kill Dracula. It's not like Geralt, who like no, has this encyclopedic exactly. knowledge of monsters. Yeah. And then the way that he like, bests him, striker. right? And the way he bests him physically isn't by improvising or MacGyvering his way out of the situation. It's by having to turn himself into a werewolf to do it. So it's like, well, then he neither lacked the mental nor physical capability to be able to actually kill Dracula. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like what I was going for in this movie or I wanted Van Helsing to be this badass this badass genius kind of thing it didn't end up happening and I didn't I didn't really dig it as much as I thought it would <laughs> <clears throat> so alright now is the time for our premiere of our second run of this di- fake Disney movies p- p- segment we got going <laughs> but we have since since recording the last episode Thought of a great name for it. <laughs> since, since recording this last episode, immediately before recording this episode, come yeah. up with a name for it. Yeah, right. So, um, <laughs> we've had a whole week to think about it, and just like Uni, we last minute it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, the idea behind the segment, if you missed it last week, was that uh, a few weeks ago we did a new segment where Disney Plus announced their catalog of movies that was going to be on the Disney Plus service. And they, of course, have a huge back catalog of straight to VHS, straight to Disney Channel. Terrible movies with all these insane titles that sound made up, like Phineas and Ferb Go Fishing or like the Quantum Rabbits in Science Class Part 3 and shit like that, where they just sound made up. And so we thought, right, let's make up a movie that could be a Disney Channel original movie and let's pick a movie from the list and read out that plot alongside our fake plot. And I'm going to try and have to work out which one's fake and which one's real. Yeah. So, Andrew has found a real straight-to-VHS Disney movie. Yes. There's a there, You're going to get a title and a premise for both, and then we're going to talk about it. Okay, cool. So, one of these is a real Disney movie from the 90s, probably. Correct. And then the other one is a fake movie that Andrew wrote this also afternoon. Also from the 90s. Yeah, right. Uh, 
Of course, our segment title, our much-teased, heavily-anticipated pun name, uh, Daddy of the Show, suggested that we could go with some sort of banger or tripe kind of thing, which we thought was great. But, you know, neither the bit of pizzazz, neither the bit of workshopping. We thought, well, really, both of these are horse shit. Yep. It would be unfair to refer to either of these as a banger. Yep. That would defoul the name banger. And so we thought, well, how about... Andrew, you've been... Uh, You've been telling a couple porkies. I have. I've been. You've been. You've been, you've been out of school. Telling. I've been, a, I've been baking some porky pies. Some little porky pies, have you? I've been. I've been telling porkies. You've been telling porkies. I've been telling porkies. So that's the name of the segment. Who's Por- that guy? That, does he play the master in Doctor Who? I've been telling porkies. He speaks like that. Do you know uh, the actor that I'm talking about? There's that. There's the the, the chief. The, the the chief police guy in Life on Mars. I think he's in Lost. Yes. Yes. That played guy. By Philip. He's Glyn- got the most fucking distinctive oh, voice. Been, yeah. It's like Philip Glynister or whatever. The I've Master been, and Doctor Who's played by John Sims. John Sim. 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 Oh, there you go. As in trapped in a swimming pool and drowned. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a good cut. It's a good bit, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So, uh, what is it actually called? Word for word, Porky Pies is the name of the segment. Telling Porkies. Telling Porkies. Telling Porkies. Andrew, uh, run a couple by me. See All what right. I reckon. So, our first movie, first cab off the rank, okay. is called Wow Me, The Sandlot. Now, this is about a group of young baseball players. So a little league baseball team. Now it's it's a period movie. So it takes place in the 60s. Okay. But it came out in 93. Okay. And it's about a little league baseball team that is aided by a golden retriever. <laughs> Airbud lawyer up. Airbud style. Okay. Starring James Earl Jones. <laughs> as all oh right, as the golden retriever. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, sorry, no. <laughs> no. The golden retriever talks. No, I believe. No, I believe James L. Jones is the coach. You believe? I believe. Okay. We certainly not the no, certainly not the captain of the little league team. Yeah. But I had a lot less time to research these than last week. So okay, cool, great. I might. Uh, yes. Okay, well, right. I'll so do that's my best with the dates, so but yeah. Right. So when when did this come out? Ninety ninety something. Ninety three. Right. Yep. Who else is in this? Have we got any kids that grow up to be big Disney stars no, or something? No, like not any that I could really see. Oh, funny. No, no, I, no actors. None that I recognize the name. No, like Macaulay Culkins or something? No. Has a uh, famous stand-up comedian Dennis Leary making an appearance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is such a weird cut. I refuse to believe you have the capability to pull the name Dennis Leary off the top of your head. I listened head. to Dennis Leary all the time as a kid. No, I refuse. He was just raging in the period. Whoa. <laughs> not, not the first time I've heard that <laughs> phrase today. Like me. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all I get? No. What, um, happens, what happens in this movie? Uh, this features a scene uh, which I think almost <laughs> parallels like... Revenge of the Nerds <laughs> level of not cool now, <laughs> okay. uh, where the little league goes to a pool, and one of them he has a crush on one of the female or a female lifeguard, and so he fakes drowning to, <laughs> to get CPR to cop a kiss from this female lifeguard. Oh, whatever strategy works for you, <laughs> right. you know. <laughs> Any way that matters to get to first base. Absolutely, it still counts. It still yeah. counts. I wonder if they make a first base joke in this D 
Disney film. That would be a missed opportunity if they did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all we get. So what's just if like they a would do that. little league baseball team gets big and struggles through adversity yep. or something. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Well, I certainly hope that's not what you came up with. <laughs> it's uh, you basically wrote a title and a stand-up be. comedian. <laughs> yep. All right. Movie number two. Have you got any other questions? What any, any amount of plot that you might be able to give me might be good. They're trying to win the league, right? And they're, they're struggling because all these kids... It's like the... It's an underdog story. So how does the dog help? Uh, what, what is it about their team that they need a dog's help with? It, does every other team have a dog that helps them? Is there some sort of weird exception that I, no one asks I'm about? I'm assuming that it like... It's not Airbud style like it actually plays the game, I oh, think. It, so I think it's like what? a mascot thing, but... Right. Yeah. And what's it called? The Sandlot. The Sandlot. What is the Sandlot? I think they it's are a, the Sandlot. I think lot. it's the area where they practice. The right. Sandlot, like a they're parking not the, lot. They're not the Sandlot? No. no. Right. That right. sounds like a boring movie. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me the next one. Might we'll, be. We'll get back to the Sandlot. All right. If that is its real name. The next film, which came out in 1995, is called Paradise Beach. And it is about a brother and sister who are surfing, like they're aspiring to be the state champions of the state-level surfing contest. Against each other or what? No, that. well, I guess it would be, right? Yeah. I guess, I guess it would be against each other in the end. Who wins? Well, actually, that's part of it. But the... Well, we'll get there. Um, so, spoiler alert for... Paradise for Paradise Beach. Beach yeah. yeah. Um, so the, when did yeah. this come out? Ninety-five. Is there anyone anyone that we know in it? No, basically no. I didn't recognize any names. Okay, cool. The main, I suppose, complication is that the two of them are actually there's two complications. So the <laughs> the, the, the the two of them are, as I said, like training hard to be like champion surfers or whatever, from what I understand, and then. Um, you can't train surfing. You just stand on a plank of wood and wave your arms around. <laughs> they end up meeting up with a dolphin. Excuse me, sir? <laughs> a dolphin. Right. Who helps a do- them. A dolphin. Yeah. That's where, that's where he got to. Yeah. I a, thought he. A dolphin who helps them. I thought he them. popped himself in a bunker at the end of World War II. And he's <laughs> surfing with teenagers. <laughs> That sounds like it would be a much better movie. <laughs> Hello! Um, <laughs> Do you like this often? <laughs> it's the, uh, that scene from um, Downfall, but it's just dolphin clicks. <laughs> um, yeah, so this, there's this brother and sister, and... They uh, they're going for the state or regional uh, surfing championships. They're both in the same competition, so yes, they're against each other. Right. So what's the complication? This so they meet this dolphin. Oh, that's, that's right. Fuck! I forgot about. Like, the, I yeah. forgot about the dolphin. A dolphin called Flip. Well, who? The every dolphin in every movie is always called. I Flip. know. Yep. I know. I was trying to figure out like if this dolphin was like one of the first that was Flip, and it's not. It's just. So fucking derivative. Right. Anyway. Okay. What's the name of the so, dog in the, the fucking baseball movie? Uh, great question. Uh, 
Popular dog names of 2010. <laughs> doesn't have one, really. Doesn't have one. Uh, they refer to it as the beast. Sorry? They refer to it as the beast. In this baseball movie? In this baseball movie. In the sandlot. You couldn't think of a single dog name. <laughs> couldn't think of. You went, with, you went with the beast. <laughs> the you beast, were like yeah. uh, Wolverine, Professor X. <laughs> uh, fuck I it. think that's it. Let me let me let me scroll, scroll through. Let's see if you misread it. Maybe it's not called yeah, the beast. Maybe, maybe, maybe there is a name. Maybe I did misread it. Um, oh, spot. Yeah, that looks like it. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> right, so back to this it. fucking no, no, Nazi dolphin thing. <laughs> Yeah, a dolphin. <laughs> God, fuck, that's got to have been done. Why call? Why, why go with a dolphin in 2017? Uh, I don't know. Come on. Um. Yeah. How cool is it before you can call your kids a dolphin again? <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah. So it's his brother and sister. They're going for the state regional surfing championships, or whatever. Um. There's this dolphin that like ends up <laughs> messing one of them up because they think it's a. Uh, it like the girls trying to do a practice. She thinks and it's like a shark. She thinks or it's a shark. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then they're practicing again later, and like they figure out that oh, it's actually a dolphin, and it's cool or whatever. <laughs> um, and then the main complication is that um, they're like this is basically a bunch of surfing scenes. It's one of those classic films, like like those old like skateboarding Point Break and shit. No, no, no. Like um, it's a surfing movie. You son of a bitch. Oh, I thought you... Wait, what's the one with Keanu Reeves in it? Point Break. Oh. Is, that a, is there a different Point Break movie? No, 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 not another surfing movie with Keanu Reeves in it called Point Break, no. is Point Break's not about surfing, is it? Yes, it is. Isn't it? What's the one about the cops that... Like, where he ends up, like, shooting at the dude at the end and he's wearing a mask? That's Bad Boys 2. No. Nah. That's Point Break. Yes. So, what are you thinking of? Point break. Who's making up the movie here? <laughs> Are they, is it about surfing? Which movie is Point Break? Is that why it's called Point Break? I've never seen it. I, I just it, thought yeah, it was a cop about drama. Surfing. What? Yeah. Why is this a shootout? We gotta watch Point Break. Yeah, apparently we do. No, it's a cop drama. That's why they watch it in Hot <laughs> is Fuzz. The, is this the game? No. No. I think it's a surfing movie why, as well. Why would there be a shootout in a surfing why would, movie? Why can't they be surfing? Maybe they're cops that surf. Do you right, think of that? Okay. No, I didn't think maybe, of that. Maybe, and I think um, maybe if I had to, if I had to pull a real, a, a real, a real Andrew move on this one. Yeah. I think that maybe there's some sort of surfing gang, and Keanu Reeves uh, has to infiltrate this this gang of dudes okay. that are surfing. The famous surfing gangs. <laughs> oh, it's, anyway, no. okay, back to it. So Paradise Beach. So these yeah, there's these kids. So they they think that often's bad, and then they realize that often's good, and it's friendly. Flip. And um, the the main complication is that they're both there's lots of surfing bits, and they're both getting like further and further up in the finals of this competition. Right. And then a lot of, lot of round robin scenes. Yeah. In this. Yeah. Cool. And then there's this giant wave, and the little boy being confident is like, I can get it. I can do it. Right. And he's like, I'm gonna do it. And then. Um, he ends up getting fucking dumped and almost drowns, and uh, this dolphin like helps and rescues him out of the water. Okay, puts him back on his surfboard and like fucking noses him into the beach. And the family's like, "Oh, thank God!" And then the little boy's like, "Going to the sister," and he's like, "You have to win now because I am too drowned." What does Flip do? It's not relevant for like the rest of the movie. 
So the the like the little girl goes on and wins, wins the without flip surfing help. championship. Yeah, without yeah. flips help. Yeah, there's this, there is a scene. Okay, I don't, it does. It's not like it, it doesn't contribute to her victory, but it's like beside her while she's surfing and she wins. Right, typical fucking freeloading dolphin. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's all I get. <coughs> that's a lot more than fucking the, the sand. The lot. sand lot. Damn. Let's uh. Less synopsis available for the sandlot, <laughs> yeah. was it? <laughs> didn't, didn't have as much time this week. Yeah. Interesting. You asked if there was anyone notable in Paradise Beach. No one, but there is a section where Gary Busey... <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Fucking Dennis, Dennis Leary? Leary? Fuck you. Gary Busey plays a newsreader. Of course he does. Yeah. In Paradise in Beach. In Paradise Beach. Right. Yep. Right. Dennis Leary, I <sighs> am not sure what his role is in the Sandlot. Yeah, right. Yep. Fuck, man. I'm pretty sure. No, I think I got, I think I got you again, bro. With what? I, I, I think I think you like writing these fake movies and you're not researching the real movies. <laughs> 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 the fake movies always sound so polished and the real movies are like uh <laughs> some baseball shit I don't know <laughs> it's not as good as my dolphin movie is it why don't they make my dolphin movie so I reckon on the basis of that fucking Paradise Lost or whatever <laughs> Paradise Beach I'm pretty sure Paradise Lost is a real thing man <laughs> what you think it's not no it is yeah right <laughs> It's the book about Prometheus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think your Paradise Beach is another Andrew special. And I think The Sandlot is a real movie. So, The Porky Pie is Paradise Beach. Final answer. Paradise Beach is a porky. Yeah, boy. I gotcha. <laughs> I, busted your, I busted your nut wide open. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> without consent. <laughs> um, oh, well, it's a good movie, though. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. I have had uh, the tab for the Sandlot open for fucking forever, and I just didn't get time to read it. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> "That's why you're like question." I was like, uh, uh, "Let me just, <laughs> let me just think." Yeah. No, but I was thinking about the Sandlot because I was actually reading it, but then I didn't want to actually be reading it for too long. And so, like, because I wanted to try and throw you off a little bit. That's but then right. I spent too little time reading it when I should have just been like, wait, let me figure out. You can read it. Like, Dennis Leary plays the stepdad. You can have you can have the Wikipedia pages for both up there. Okay. I think you can be like, let me read out the Wikipedia page for Paradise Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, let me just read the Wikipedia page. Oh, okay. So, I can have time to think while I'm reading the Wikipedia page. No, you can All read right. it out loud. For the one that I <laughs> for the one that I made up. For the re- yeah, or for the real one. Right. Yeah, bo- but that would mean that I have to also have one for the one that I've made up, because otherwise you would know instantly when I'm reading prose about yeah. <laughs> the one that I've made up. I have to write an entire Wikipedia article for this fucked movie. Oh, that's good shit. You should just start writing Wikipedia pages for Disney God. movies that don't exist. I, I'm, I'm struggling to... I don't actually know what the fuck happens with this baseball team. Yeah, there, I know. There is a dog, but I think like they, think, they name it the Beast because it's like... Apparently so savage that it's meant to be this like neighborhood like oh don't that in the that yard is like the beast, and th- then one day one of them hits a ball into it and so they have to go and rescue it and then the pool scene happens 
where like there's that resuscitation thing. Right. And then uh, there's like a prize ball and one of them hits it into the... It was like a ball hit by Babe Ruth. One of them hits it into the, into the lot with the beast in it and so they have to go in and it turns out to be really friendly. And so like I think that literally the payoff for the movie is that they go into the yard with this dog and then it takes them to the stash of baseballs. And there you go. then... God, this sounds like I made it up. It trades the <laughs> ball with the dog... <laughs> For an autographed ball of, like, a baseball that was autographed by all of the 1927 New York Yankees. And then it's, like, playing baseball with them at the end. Right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I think that it just shows that, you know, it's, it's possible to write an equally good Disney movie in one afternoon. I think given, given all the context there, I don't mind the sound of the sound lot. It, just, it sounds like less of a mess than fucking Phineas and Ferg whatever the other go fishing or whatever the <laughs> fuck that was fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright well there you go uh, Phineas and Ferb go fuck themselves <laughs> uh, that's our little special treat for the end of the episode telling hope porkies you, hope you enjoyed that uh, Andrew's been telling porkies again uh, what you've been telling telling porkies everywhere you've been telling porkies in it yeah uh, one day I'll bloody get ya <laughs> uh, if you have any I don't know. If, no, I, I don't know how we do that. No, we don't need your input on this one. No. Fuck Keep off. Keep your fucking porkies we got, to yourself. We got a list of... <laughs> Again, not the first time I've heard <laughs> that today. Uh, Put your porky away. <laughs> it's not the time. Is that Michael Caine? <laughs> no, it's a couple of octaves higher. It's, um, <laughs> Put your porky away. All right. <laughs> That's Michael Caine. <laughs> Put your bloody porkies away. I've failed you, Master Wayne. I'm sorry. Talking about fanny blankets and shit. I failed your family. That's it. I'm drawing a line in the sand, lot, so to speak. That's it. We're done. I'm going to steal home. (laughs) Come join us on Facebook. We've got a Facebook discussion group. You can dive in there and have a chat with us or like us on Facebook. We'll pop those links in the description of this podcast. Beef Station, beef posting. Yep, that's it. Beef Station, beef posting. Uh, You can email us, beefstationpod at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for movies coming up. We're going to be doing a uh, best of the year episode coming up at the end of the year, I suppose. So you can start sort of getting any lists or any thoughts you have about that. (laughs) Well, I'll plug that great thread again that was like people's top 10 list of the last decade which was good shit we might, uh, might but we haven't really done together. a top 10 last year we did a top 10 I think of our yeah. our year yeah we did yeah and so, so we'll do that again try to do that again that at some point as. yeah it was fun so th- think up, think about movies you like maybe write in and let us know what your favourite film of the year was that's probably all we got hey yeah I reckon so Stick with us for another couple of weeks. <laughs> Wait us out for that. We got the Jojo Rabbit episode that we've pre-recorded. Now we got. We got. I don't know if we've talked, we talked about that since we did it, but we've, we've sizzling we've, an episode coming up in like three or that's four it. episodes. We, we saw a preview screening of Jojo Rabbit. We pre-recorded that episode so we wouldn't forget about it. That's coming out yep. after the movie comes out to give you all a chance to go and see it. I don't know what the release date is. I think it's like December third or some shit. Oh, I, yeah, it might Maybe be might be Boxing that. Day. In any case, oh uh, no, it is too. Yeah, stick around for that. I'm Oscar. I am Andrew. See you later. Twentieth Century Fox presents. Hey guys, it's the Sandlot Babies. You're the ones that making all that racket. <laughs> A lifetime of adventure. <laughs> Hey! <laughs>
The Sand Lot, a little piece of paradise, a half a block wide, and a whole season long. Scotty, have you made any friends yet? Do you want to do this uh, fake Disney thing? You've got one to do? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Sure. Do we, what do, we, do we want to call it what my dad said? What did he say? Uh, tripe or banger. Banger or tripe is better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. I don't know if banger means... But it's not a banger. No. So, I, that's I, tripe is a good one, but awful... Off, I feel like awful because it's like just like, I don't know, junk. And it also sounds like awful. Yeah. Something about how the sausage gets made. Um, I, I thought about that. Something about like a trick to do with meat or like having to lie. Tongue. I think fake meat is like... <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Low-hanging meat, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I just found the Wikipedia article for meat analogue. <laughs> a meat analogue, also called a meat alternative, meat substitute, mock meat, foam meat, imitation meat, vegetarian meat or vegan meat. Yeah, what about mock meat? That's pretty good. I don't mind that. <laughs> Impossible Whopper? <laughs> That's pretty good. A whopper is a lie, isn't it? We can't call it the impossible whopper. <laughs> that's factually that's a burger. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could call it whopper or impossible whopper. <laughs> Tell them porkies. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like that. I don't mind that. You like it though. <laughs> <laughs> I do. 